So now we're with Ot Reeve and we are sitting down with the watch that is the talk of Geneva, a thousand hour power reserve in a wristwatch. So let's find out exactly how this is possible. Could you please introduce yourself and your brand and tell us about this watch? Yeah, my name is Stefan von Gunten. I'm an engineer in watchmaking and um, my great, great grandfather was a, um, an engineer or an inventor at his time. He produced, um, he was an inv inventor of the Hebdomas watch, an eight-day pocket watch. And he, he created um, another watch, exceptional one for the Pope in 1888 with uh, 40 days of poor reserve. And um, I set a challenge for myself to reproduce this kind of uh, long poor reserve watch, not on a pocket watch, but uh, on, on a wristwatch. So when did you start the developmental phase? And when you did start it, did you think it was actually possible or was it more of an academic exercise for your mind at the time? Actually, it was both. It was, I thought it was possible you, uh, thanks to my experience. And um, it was, uh, of course, a challenge because uh, I wanted something special and uh, I thought it was possible to have a tourbillon wristwatch with 1,000 hours of power reserve. And this is how I started to work on the project and... Uh, the result is here today with two models of the first watches with 1,000 hours for, uh, I mean, for an acceptable size. I mean, it's a very acceptable size. It's certainly an oversized piece at all. Is it 43 millimeters, the case, diameter? It's a bit less. It's 42.5 millimeter with a thickness of 11.9 because that, that was the constraint I said to myself. I wanted to, to be below 43 and below 12 millimeter. Well, you've done a fantastic job to get it down to such wearable proportions. The thing that strikes people immediately is the interesting fluted bezel. Now, I believe that is used to wind the barrel. So where is the barrel? The, you're right. So the, we have to wind the barrel thanks to the, to the bezel. This is why we have this fluted aspect. And the, the barrel is actually in the middle of the movement. It has a length of three meters with a huge torque. So the torque is about three to four times um, stiffer than uh, on a normal watch. So the barrel's mounted in the center of the watch, but where in terms of levels does it sit? Because you have a tourbillon there and you have at the at 12 o'clock, there's also a nice bit of skeletonization. I can't see a barrel there. You're right. So in the original piece, the mainspring was just below the dial. And I, I've decided to to move the movement upside down, so so the the mainspring is on the on the backside of the watch, and above the mainspring there is the um, some gears that are below the dial and some gears that are uh, above the dial to make to make a let's say a game between some visible and uh, non visible pieces. This is quite incredible. So I I assume that it must be on the case back, and when you turn the watch over in your hand, you have a power reserve indicator that takes up the entire case back view is that a sapphire window there with the zero to 1000 hour scale on it i don't really know what to say how, i mean even with the size of the mainspring as it is i just how did you get up to a thousand what did you do with the gearing to achieve that kind of longevity the the the, the main thing is to have a very big uh, mainspring that's one one thing and then you need a high um ratio speed ratio between the spring and the escapement and this is why uh, we, we have some uh, very big visible uh, uh, wheels onto, onto the dial. This is how to, uh, one, one way to reach a very high speed ratio. And if we have the high speed ratio, it means uh, the barrel will turn very slowly. And this is uh, a trick to, um, to, to reach a higher uh, power reserve. 
Very nice. And I would assume as well you have a lower operating speed, maybe 18,000 or? Yes, it's a 2.5 Hertz uh, oscillator um, mounted on a flying tourbillon. Yeah. Uh, Just for that extra yeah, yeah. The, the the idea was also to have like what I call a uh, flying mysterious tourbillon because it's like if it comes out of the of the dial. So there are some some wheels uh, that are uh, hidden below the the dial, and that will give the the power to the tourbillon. So, do you have any ideas in mind for how you're going to develop this collection? Because I mean, an entire brand can be based around such a complication. No one else has got a thousand hour power reserve in a wristwatch, so that's that's your thing now. But how are you going to develop it in the future? What's next? Mm, first, first, I want to, to focus on these two models. But uh, the, of course, the, the idea is to have uh, different um, versions in, in the future. Uh, I want to keep a, a classical line. I call it Honoris in, to pay tribute to, the, to my past. And then uh, I think I will come uh, with a modern line. But that's for the future. Well, we look forward to watching that future with interest. So thank you very much for your time. It's been a pleasure. Thank you too, my pleasure.